When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Shout out to all my listeners, my special people. Why? Because as a radio personality, I am nothing without my listeners. So no matter what platform you are listening to the T-Quest show, or you're one of those special ones that actually watch the virtual show, whether on YouTube or any of our TV platforms as Roku, etc., I appreciate you, okay? If you are new to the T-Quest show, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at T-Quest GLM. Download your T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your app store. Make sure you sign up for my mailing list on my website, gotalovemeworld.com. Go buy my merchandise, go buy my music, and stream it so I can get double the coin. Before we get into today's guest, you know, we like to do a mental check. Just to make sure everybody's okay. And remember, It is okay to not be okay. You are human. You have feelings. Everyone is not like Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. We have our down moments. It is okay. Just remember, if it does not affect you in five years, try your best to not give in more than five minutes. I know a lot of people always ask me about my intros and how they always sound the same because at the end of the day, I'm always going to appreciate people that take the time out to listen to my show. And I'm always going to make sure you guys are okay because as we're here on this earth, we want to make sure we're smiling and laughing more than being sad and down. You feel me? So now that I've taken advantage of my own platform for the first minute, you know, I like to share with my special guests. So we're just going to jump right in and have some fun. So let me introduce you guys, the Buckhead Boys. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Yo, you guys are so super lit. I knew you guys were cool from the moment I got your EPK and just saw the pictures. I was like, oh, <laughs> yes, I'm going to love this show and interview. But before we start, let the people know who you are and where you're from. Well, I'm Nakita, the Buckhead Boys. I'm actually from. South Carolina, Greenville, that is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm teacher from Dublin, Georgia. Resident ATL present. We're both in ATL right now. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Greenville. Um, my publicist, um, the Duchess, she's actually out there in Greenville. You oh. know, and I've been out there before. I've hosted an event. So you guys got a little something, something going on out there. Okay. <laughs> but of course, ATL, the mecca now of music and entertainment, you know. So I have to ask with this whole uncomfortableness, how is everything going on out there with you guys? It has been, well, we do give um, our prayers to anyone who's been affected by the pandemic. Our mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers to friends. We actually lost our uh, road manager to the COVID. Oh, so, no. on the we really took it hard. Um, mm-hmm. On the creative side, we took advantage of the downtown. We got in the lab, we took some new music, just uh, new elements, and we were ready to do a new show. I'm going to do a 16 hour show. They've been blown away, but imagine a new show is coming out, working on. So, we got busy. We got busy on social media, we got busy in the studio, we got busy rehearsing, we got busy networking with T-Quest and other people. So we didn't sit idle. 
if anybody said I was in the pandemic, you're not trying to do anything because this is the time for you, especially our people, to come up and do something. To sit still and think and then execute. Not sit still, not do anything, but kind of be patient for a minute, get a game plan, and execute. That's exactly what we did. Beautiful, beautiful. I always tell people like it's the new norm, but long as you find ways to maneuver around it, you can actually win in an uncomfortable situation. You know, especially for music artists. Are you serious? Everybody's home, which means everybody can stream, which means you could forever be making money. Best thing to come out of an uncomfortable situation. Absolutely, absolutely. But you know, sometimes I really don't like to talk too much about the Rona cooties because it's just an awkward um, conversation. But today it's all about the two of you. So let's talk to the people like, oh, matter of fact, let me start with my favorite question I like to ask my guests. When we were younger, we had an assignment. When I grow up, I want to be, what did you guys say? Exactly what I'm doing now, an artist. Never a doubt. Awesome. And oh yeah, same thing here, you know. <laughs> I was, you know, my Michael Jackson my so yeah, I was dancing, doing everything, you know. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. I said the same thing. I said no matter what I do, I'm always gonna be an entertainer. I don't care if I end up being a housewife, I'm still gonna be entertaining. I don't care if I'm in the corporate world, I'm still gonna be entertaining when I'm done. Okay, because world entertainment is so special for special people. It's our outlet, it's our therapy, and that's the realm I always want to be in. And I'm still in that realm to today. So I'm curious. Let's tell the people, because of course I know a little bit of your background, but for the ones who may not know, how did you guys even connect to individual artists? Are you related? Like, let's talk to the people. Wow, well, we were doing a uh, party promotions at first. Okay. And we kind of kind of spent a lot of time together doing party promotions, doing parties. After the parties, a lot of people hang out together, and you kind of build that bond to a degree. And uh, the music thing kind of came through a happenstance of that, like an extension of that. And so we knew we had a platform already of, of, of people and, and potential fans. And both of us actually knew that um, we like music. So we kind of got together and collab, you know. And I can see the best things come out of situations where a lot of folks say, me, 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 me. We say, we, 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 we. And the rest is history. Absolutely, absolutely. So did you guys meet in Atlanta? Yeah, we met in Atlanta. We okay. met in Atlanta. Like you said, like you said, we were both in the promotion world and everything like that. And that's how we came about. Um, but yeah, we did definitely meet in Atlanta. Okay. It's funny in the promotion world because I'm like, with Atlanta being the biggest non-country there is, even though it's just a city, it's just so much that happens in Atlanta. I don't still can't understand why it's not its own little country, right? But with so many different things going on in this one city, you have different clubs and um, different events and different filming. Like, but you guys still find a way to allow majority of people to still win. And I'm just like, that is so dope. Like, you ever feel uncomfortable? Like, it's too many of us doing this out here? Or what was that process dealing with so many people in the same industry? Well, we've been blessed to do our own thing. We're not copying anybody. We're not following any trend. We do a how we want it, how we how we like it. That's it. And so, but that's what it, where it should be anyway. I'm not knocking any artists. We should be saying, do your own thing. And so we tried to do our own thing, and we didn't uh, care what the rest of Atlanta was doing. And what else was doing that now? And that in essence gives our identity. These guys are left the center. These guys are different, and these guys don't care what the rest is doing. So. That became our thing, and, and I'm glad he realized it. 
but they like it to the same. But being in the culture of Atlanta, the music, the movies, the production studios, everybody, the networking, it's an awesome place to be wherever you want to be. Beautiful, beautiful. So, you know, with um the music industry, there's different dynamics and there's different parts of it. So for the ones who may not know, are you guys rappers, singers, hip hop, R&B, pop, rock, eclectic, alternative? I never alternative. assume, so I always ask. Yeah, alternative pop. Um, I would say alternative pop. We, we have done some um, uh, R&B records. Um, Makeup X and Pull Up, which are great R&B records. So, yeah, we just do. Honestly, we do what we feel. We do music. We just yeah, do music. I, I hate labels anyway, but I understand the question. Um, we just do what the wind blows. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. days of when labels told artists sing this style only, and you know we'll get behind you to do this only, and it killed their careers because they didn't stand. There was saw they could do other things. I know beautiful that one particular style of music. But come out the gate, like you said, we've done it. We've got some great R&B tracks. We got rock tracks out now. People love it. Shout to the world. That's a rock, heavy rock, classic style song. So we got a couple songs. We got some rapping. So it's about music. It's about just the music itself. It's not about us or labels. Just music. God gave us music. So we just exude that back to the back to the atmosphere. Absolutely. And I love that because um, I tell people, if your niche is one thing, rock that out. But if you're one of those special, special artists, when you can be a little bit more diverse with your creativity, then go ahead and branch out. That's why I said with label people, yes, they are very smart and telling they know a lot of branding and marketing, but at the same time, they don't know everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And in that realm, we know that they control more. But as an artist, we really can't be controlled because you have to allow us to create the proper way. So I love the fact that whatever your um situation is as far as your team or if you're signed, unsigned, independent or whatever, for the fact that you're able to still be a diverse artist, that means most definitely is going to work in your favor in the long run. Because even with your fans, they love what you do, but sometimes... You're like if you step out the box a little bit, as long as it's still great music and great talent and great content, it doesn't really matter what genre you're in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we learned that quite early on. Even our, our live shows are kind of like real wild and real live. I have on feathers sometimes. It's really crazy. You know, we <laughs> blinked out, whatever. And mm-hmm. people actually like it. They're like, oh, man, that's different. I like it. It, 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 it kind of pops their, their energy. Makes them want to get on stage with us and get part of the show. So, me, do what you feel, do what you like. Be surprised that many people, a lot of folks want to have that same voice you got. You're their voice. They want to stretch out and be up on the mountaintop. But they just, for some reason, they can't. But through you, vicariously, they feel that. They feel that. I want to reject myself. You encourage them. Yeah, we make a lot of feel good music, you know. So, Mm -hmm. they're able to, you know, come in with us. That's awesome. So I have a question for you guys. With you guys starting out as two individual artists, sometimes when you come together, you create a new sound. So what's the difference when it came to your writing um, creativity versus being single artists? And then what changed when you actually became a duo? Uh, For me, um, I used to rap a lot. I had a lot of rap songs and everything. I was writing a lot of raps and everything. But to enter into the 
uh, singing and doing different things like that, that was totally different for me, which I I love right now. Mm-hmm. Loving it. <laughs> and for me, it was just the opposite. I used to from a rap world. I came from a songwriting, uh, orchestration, uh, compliment kind of world. And we blended the two together. And that's what I was saying earlier about the different style we do because we both like to so ask the question, bring two different things to the table, and they mesh real well. When we're writing, we're producing, we make sure there's a good balance of not too much of the other to flow yeah. real well. Symmetry. Okay, okay. Now, when it comes to your fans, were they excited the fact that you became a duo and they was like, no, continue doing music by yourself? Like, how was that feedback? <laughs> Well, for me as a rapper, that reminds me early on, you know, middle school, high school, a little high school. So, of course, my fans, I didn't really have the fans that I have now. Okay. So, to them, this is something new, something mm-hmm. different, and they love it. Okay. And for me, I think uh, people knew what I did, but I had stopped writing for a while. I got behind other people and their careers. And I came back to what I was doing. So they were like, we're glad you're back. We got you doing it to the 10th power. So and having this guy hit next to me on stage, it's exciting. Because uh, I'm, I'm sure we all want to be a little person on the stage. But I can tell you, it's good to look to my left or my right. Mm-hmm. And we're kicking ass on stage. It just feels great to see that. Absolutely. I totally understand. Um, I can definitely relate to that. Because even though I work in a lot of fields of the industry, at the end of the day, people's like, we still want your music. I'd be like, look, I own 17 record companies, 25 stores. I'm a trillionaire. They're like, that's great and all, but where's the music? You know what I'm saying? So with you, it's great that you're writing for different artists and doing this on the third, but at the end of the day, your fans still want your music. Right. <laughs> that's the only thing that matters to them. So how long have you guys actually been a duo? Uh, five, five, five years. Five years. Yeah, five years. Okay. And in the midst of all that, um, how many like projects or singles have you put out? Well, we, we of course are different than most people today. As you see, a lot of artists put out project after project every three months, a new album, a new, new EP, a new album, whatever. Our approach was let's put out one song at a time and garner that fan base. Give them a reason why you should buy our music. Work that one record for a minute. To can get to know us, to jump from project to project to project. And so we're going to put out four songs in the five years, four videos in the five years. Mm-hmm. And we're working for a very long time performing our shows, so that's what kind of work for us. And we have more music in the can, we don't want to just throw away and throw at people. But the time comes, it's ready. It's ready. Okay. That's smart. That's kind of like an old school marketing scheme because back then, the singles had to marinate. People had to get the single. They had to learn the single. So when you're out performing, they're in the crowd singing and rapping and dancing along with you. Nowadays, it's so fast-paced. Like, yo, did you hit a new song? I'm like, I just learned the last song. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. And like you right. Just like that, we got shows. And people know the hooks that are That's smart. So when you put the mic out to the crowd, they know exactly what to say. And that's, that's such a, a beautiful thing because I tell people, 
life is evolving, music is evolving, but does not mean that certain tactics from back in the day still won't work today. Because in certain cases, it can definitely work in your favor. Right. Um, so, um, so I'm curious. Today, your camp sent me three songs, right? They said, um, was it Makeup X? And then Shout to It? No, Shout It to the World. Okay, Shout It to the World. And then Pull Up? Pull Up, Pull Up. Okay, so out of these three songs, which one is each of yours favorite and why? Oh, that's kind of hard. One of these, I would say Shout It to the World. Okay. Just the, the message in the song, the video that goes with the song. Mm-hmm. What this song can mean globally, saying world in it already. Mm-hmm. And the elements we got over RB count, vocal, over rock, maybe track, very unique. We got different people, Caucasian and Black, in a video working together. Whenever I say we can't work together, you know, we got two Black guys doing rock music, which you don't hardly see. So many elements in that song and that video are breaking the norm. Mm-hmm. So that would be my favorite. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. And vocally, 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 he does that hook so well. That's just unbelievable. Right. That's my favorite. Yeah, vocally, that's, that is my favorite. Uh, meanwhile, it's hard for me because uh, Ter- Terrence Chabon, he, he actually uh, writes a lot of the music. Mm-hmm. So he's a amazing writer, you know, and it's hard for me to choose because I like all of them. Like, he's great, man. But mm-hmm. um, like I say, for it's me, shout out to the world would be because, uh, like you said, vocally, I think I did my thing on that. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm not sure if your people told you, but outside of me being personality and having my own radio station, I know a lot of people who have stations and um, some of my colleagues have rock stations, too. So what I'm going to do is send the music and get their honest feedback if they like it or not and see if it's something they'll put in rotation. Because, you know, just like rock and any other genre, there's always different styles of it. You know, so it depends on whatever style they have on a station <laughs> and see if that can definitely roll in there properly. So I'm going to send it to them and see what they think. And if they like it, I'll definitely let you know. Okay. Not a problem. So. I think it's time for us to introduce the song to the people and let's check it out. Okay. Shout out to the world. The world. The Just like that. <laughs> Here we go. I see your face in tears when you walk away, and I don't wanna face my fears. 
curious before we get into the song so before you performed you sipped on like the lemon tea or the green tea and the honey because those are some riffs and some yeah, items I, I definitely did that before i go into the loop and before we perform as well okay all right now i can only imagine so have you actually performed that song as of yet we did once for a virtual virtual performance for the library system, and mm -hmm. they actually do the song and give them back in October. It wasn't even released yet. We give uh, it to them, so yeah. Yeah. But it's a great song. It fits right into our show. It's perfectly how we all speak. Absolutely. Now I'm glad you asked that because people are always um talking about virtual um performances and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's cool to a certain degree. I've done a few, but not to the capacity of like if I was on stage. So with that song being so powerful. 
how was how was the setup for the virtual um experience for you to really belch it out the way it needs to be put out there? We had to do a couple of EQing and balancing prior to setting up a little rehearsal. Make sure you had it right. It came out real well. It came out pretty well. We were nervous about that too, honestly. But uh, I'm gonna say the perfectionist about the sound and make sure the sound level was right. And it came out right on point. Right on point. Okay. And you're gonna say? Oh yeah, I, I agree with him. I mean, and then um, to convey the message to uh, get it across to the people, the audience that's watching, you definitely want to. That song you have to sing with passion, feeling, love, all that, you know. So right. to draw them into it, to, to feel it, you know. So um, I think we did that pretty well during the um, virtual. Tour. I mean, virtual. Virtual performance. <laughs> For sure. I can only imagine the feel of it when it's going to be when you actually do it live for an audience. Mm -hmm. That's going to be something special. That's going to be something special. And with me being a music head, I was definitely listening to the instruments behind you. And of course, we have a question from the audience. So, who produced the track? Oh, uh, I myself and a couple more guys produced it. Um, uh, we we hired a guitar player to do that riff, and I did all the vocal arrangements and writing and just on the vocal level. And another guy did the actual music for it. Okay, like live instruments? Yeah, yeah, brought yeah. it in the studio. Yeah, yeah. That is so awesome. I definitely want to shout out my um publicist and PR, Ashley Burks, the one I was telling you about from Greenville. She's oh, yeah, talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ashley. <laughs> But yeah, that is so dope. I'm I'm definitely going to send them that track and get their feedback on that. So now I'm curious about the other two. So pick one and let's talk about it. Uh do <laughs> um I'll say pull up because pull up um will allow the Cool R&B cats heard that song. They loved it. Yeah. Right in the pocket. They rolled to it. Yeah. So, so I can pull up the next one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Another plug. I am the manager of the R&B division for my DJ coalition. Oh. So, and every every quarter we just did a dj cafe and a lot of the djs was playing r&b music all night long like for like six seven hours different djs back to back but um every quarter we do a sip and sing where we get on virtually with the djs and tastemakers we talk a little bit about the industry a little bit about the business and then we open a floor for the singers to sing Oh, wow. So I'm gonna give you guys information so you can jump on the next one if you guys are available. Okay. Cool. cool. Well, before that, let's see if you can catch my R&B ear. Okay. <laughs> Here we go.
Because a lot of people, when they send me music, of course, I have to screen it before I play it. But then when you actually come through through a team, they already know not to send me mess or music that's like not radio friendly. So sometimes I don't have to listen to it ahead of time. And I like to have the organic reaction of the songs live on the show. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So I can really give you my honest feedback and everything. And that one is hashtag vibe. <laughs> I can definitely see myself just chilling and vibing to it. Because the one thing I love about professional independent music is it should easily go into a mix or on a CD or something. And you don't even notice the difference from industry song or an independent song. You know, because the way it's done properly and it just has that great quality where you just vibe next song. Not like 
what's that? Like, <laughs> nobody likes that, you know? So I definitely can vibe with that. And, you know, and Nino's a part of the R&B division too. So he co-signs that he can rock with this track. So that's a good thing, you know? Do you have a video for these songs? Yes. Oh, yes. Awesome, because Nino's actually a, a video DJ as well. So when he plays the music, he plays with the video behind it too. Yeah. On YouTube, on YouTube channel, Buckhead Boy. Mm-hmm. You see the shots the world, pull up, makeup, all the songs. Okay, okay. And then we actually have um, a couple of TV stations too where we can pull up the music and put the videos in. So we're going to be what, working. We're going to be doing things. Huh? <laughs> what don't you have? <laughs> I guess that list will be shorter, but I just. <laughs> My only thing is when I interview people whether they're like i said independent mainstream music artists to celebrity chefs i interview a lot of different people i don't really say too many of my accolades i just let the conversation flow and when i hear something and i'm connected to it i'd be like guess what i can do for you (laughs) guess what i can do because that's the whole purpose of elevating increasing in all your fields and then find a way to help the next person you know so yeah I got I got a few strings, you know. I'm the plug a little bit, a little play, a little boop, 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 you know. And um, I'm definitely gonna see what I can do to help push you guys even further. Because at the end of the day, everybody don't know everybody, and everybody don't know everything. <laughs> so you know, you guys definitely caught my attention, and I'm gonna see how I can help out for sure, for sure. You know? Absolutely, but I like that vibe. You know, at first I was like, at first when I heard, just being honest, I was like, okay, I like the rock one a little better, but then it would kept going. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. I like this. I do like that because it's just a good airy feeling, you know, and I don't want to discredit the songs and the type of songs that's getting the most attention mainstream, but it sounds like this. I miss hearing, you know, like the 90s and 2000s, we were just chilling. We just vibing out and just relaxing and just listening to feel good music. And I feel like this is in a category of feel good music, you know? Mm-hmm. You know. Absolutely. Another question from the audience. Who's some of your music mentors and or inspirations? Oh, man. For me, it'll be... Um... Oh. <laughs> Chris Brown, I would say. Okay. One of them. Chris Brown, Michael. Mm, I love a lot of pop artists as well. Mm. And I noticed that you um, mentioned two of the most popular crossover pop artists, which means mm. they're universal pop artists. You know, they perform for any crowd and everyone's going to love them. So I have to ask, can you dance? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what type of dance is that? I mean, you mentioned Michael and Chris Brown. Yeah, I definitely Okay. We just like on stage, we go bananas. We're not. Got some choreography on stage, but most of it's kind of let loose and style. And you've the crowd hollering, the crowd screaming, you know. I might grind, roll in your face. Hey, that's what I'm asking. I might pop block. I might break. Okay. Okay. Now it makes sense. You was asking me the type of dancing because you probably stripped it a little bit. 
Cause you was like, yeah. you can pop, you can roll. I knew it. I knew it. And I was like, <laughs> 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 <That> is, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love entertainers. You know, um, I kind of listen to things from a tastemaker's perspective, another artist, and then a consumer's perspective. And they're like, you go to concerts and stuff? I'm like, no, nah, really. But if I'm going to go to a concert, I want to go to a concert when you're entertaining me. I already heard the music. I'm not going to a concert to look at you, just sing the music, rap the music, and call it a day. I want you to entertain me, you know? From day one, that was our, you know, organic thing. That was our whole mantra, our whole thing was get on stage and, you know, light them up. And we didn't have the thing that we do for the audience. That if you come before us, you better be good. If you come behind us, we feel sorry for you. What kind of show we put on? Okay. So if you put the Buckhead Boys, you might want to invest in the Buckhead Boys, like a label or whoever it is, you know we can only record for people in the city. And they'll come back. The revenue stream. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. No, I get that. I get that. We be going through that sometimes in our DJ world too. When we do our cafes and stuff, and one person go and then they just knock it out the park. They're like, I don't want to go after them. I'm like, look, you here for a reason, just do what you do, but you better know. Yeah. Period. Well, it's one or a million. We don't care if you're the same in the same yeah. show. Absolutely. See, I like you guys. I really like you guys. So I'm curious because it's one thing that I teach artists in one of my courses is artist development, right? Um, you guys seem very polished. So can you talk to people how what the importance is of artist development? And nope, see, he don't want to say. <laughs> That's my forte outside of songwriting. Uh, I also handle a lot of our business administration, we do our publishing, our copyrights, our encoding, our trademarks. I have all the agreements with paralegal by trade on the side. So when it comes to business infrastructure, we water tight. And then when it comes to artist development, how to be poised, how to predict yourself. You never know who you may meet. You may have the power to have to get somewhere else. But we know God got the final one, but we may meet along life's path. So presentation, how you articulate, how you carry yourself, all that's and also, too, you got to see yourself where you're going. You got to dress the job you want, not the job that you have. Mm. We go on stage, we dress the job we want. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the job we got. So when we go on stage with one or a million, we give you exactly where we want to be in five years, ten years. Absolutely. And um, I just want to piggyback on the artist development uh, piece of it. That's the piece that I, I was missing. You know, when I get upset with uh, Terrence Chabon, it was on and popping because he already done this, you know, and knew how to, you know, show me the things that I need to know to be polished, mm -hmm. you know, how to do interviews, uh, how to hold yourself on the stage, you know, all that. So, and we, we, we had issues where the mics went out, really, the sound went out. Mm -hmm. We came on through that segment, the sound came back on. People thought it was part of the show. That's the training you get in arts development. One mm -hmm. mic, one mic. We had one mic with a long cord on it. <laughs> and a stage this small, mm -hmm. we still turned the place upside down. Absolutely. I love that. I've seen um, I think it was Ashanti when she did a show and something's going on with the sound. So she still kept going, kept going. Then she started doing an acapella. The crowd went crazy because the show must go on. Mm -hmm. 
You know, now, of course, as entertainers, we don't want nothing to go wrong with the music. But if you're already in the midst of it, you're like, I'm sorry, you guys, but I'm going to have to stop the show. There's something going on with the music. No, the show must go on. Even something happened with Beyonce and something was going on with either the lighting or the fan. And she was like singing. Somebody about to get fired. <laughs> she kept going because something with the crew was messing up. But she like, yep, somebody about to get fired. But you have to do what yeah. you do. <laughs> no matter what you know what i'm saying so i love it i love it i love it because what like i said with me interviewing artists every day depending on which team i'm with sometimes it's like redundant yo this is so and so i'm doing this i'm lit follow me on the gram i'll be like okay. <laughs> yay not a problem like okay but then i love talking to the artists where it doesn't feel like a job. It's just us having a conversation and we vibing and I'm getting to know you guys and your story to the point I don't even realize time is passing by. You know, that's the way it should be. But I mean, like if you guys want the mechanical, so how long you been into music and who this and that, and who produced it, blah, blah, blah. And what's next? And who's your friend? Like I could do that, but for what? <laughs> You know, because at the end of the day, your music is going to speak for itself. I want to get to know you guys. You know, I want to get to know you guys. So let's get into this last track. And then um, we're going to actually get into some fun questions. So talk to us about this last track. This is Makeup X called Makeup X. And we've all had makeup tag. So this is kind of like a tag off that. Uh, keep 100. <laughs> So, but it's a beautiful song to talk about, you know. Uh, sometimes we get in our feelings, we, our pride is too great to say I'm sorry, our pride is too great to, you know, get over it, and we end up missing out on something. So that's kind of what it's about. Gotcha. Make a bet. Believe me, hey girl, you know you really 
get you out. And girl, you know you get so mad. Go too far. I can't tell you what the deal is. You keep getting in your feelings. Way too much time that I spend it. Not getting the love. If you wanna keep my attention, there's one more thing I gotta mention. We gon' do every deposition while we making up in the late night. You should be sleeping. Now you wanna act right. Now you're creeping. Standing at my doorway, fronting how they wearing. Nothing, and you know how we we be going in. And girl, you know you really mad. Yes, you are. And girl, you know you get so mad. Go too far. I can't tell you what the deal is. You keep getting in your feelings. Way too much time that I spend it. Not getting the love. If you wanna keep my attention, there's one more thing I gotta mention. We gon' do every deposition while we're making up. I can't tell you what the deal is. You keep getting in your feelings. Way too much time that I spend it. Way too much time. Not getting the love. Mm-hmm. You got that one right there. You get in the car, you turn that thing up. So I'm glad. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, I have to ask. I understand certain topics come from generic situations, but is this from a personal experience? Actually, I wrote a poem with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He was doing all these things. He's like my, my godbrother. He goes, man, she always in her feelings. She always in her feelings. She always in her feelings. And the songwriter, you hear these, these, you know, these words, these, these, these movements, and you sort of take, you know, I saw a writer from his experience. Not so much mine, but really, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay, just check in. So, what is next? I know you say you're taking your time with putting singles out there. So, as you build your fan base, which is a beautiful thing, but once you gravitate to the air, they'd be like, Enough with the teasing, I need a product. <laughs> Come on, so well, we have, we have things in works we don't want to say yet because it's so nice. You want to. We got it too fast. Yeah. Um, great things. And we've got a great team um, looking out for Mr. McKinnon Stout and Mrs. Patricia Goins looking out for us. Mm-hmm. Um, great things they got planned for us in the future. Um, we also we have a soundtrack from Netflix that come out once production starts called Hollywood Through the Back Door. Uh, mm-hmm. A real song called I, I Like California, which is going to be the Netflix soundtrack. It's a real movie about the life of Michael. John, he was a black insider back in the 50s. Sammy Davis Jr., Rock Hudson, these great movie stars. He was a black insider who was like uh, not well known, but was well connected. It's about his life story. So we pinned a single for the Netflix um, movies going to come out sometime over this year. So 
That's one of the biggest things for me now. Right now, other things are happening. Uh, in preparation to do some tours this year, definitely that. Uh, so look for us on stage. Coming so real soon. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I love it because you're doing music for ourselves. They were doing for the people, but then at the same time, this is a business, so you want to elevate, increase, and grow, so your music hit the masses. So yeah. I'm looking forward to all of that, and like I said, I'm going to help out as much as I can, realistically, because you guys are very gifted, very talented, but most important, you're very professional, and that always catches my attention more than, well, not more than the music, but you know what I'm saying. It keeps it longer when working with professionals, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so um, before we get into the fun part, just in case right now, tell the people how they can follow you and where to, you know, check your videos out, listen to your music, social media. Well, the music is on all major platforms. I'm streaming on all major platforms. For us, the Buckhead Boys, but follow the Buckhead Boys. It's all things the Buckhead Boys, B-O-Y-Z. Okay, just like that. Instagram, Twitter, that's mm -hmm. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. I'm glad you said TikTok, one of the number one social media thing that's trending right now. So I'm curious, what are you guys doing to your TikTok? Well, we got to be playing. <laughs> it's really kind of crazy. We're trying to, <laughs> you know, well, to, to make sure we don't put ourselves in the wrong light. Uh, we don't want to come across gimmicks. So that, that, that's a big kind of question mark about TikTok and the Bucket Boys. Because it's a lot of fun to be on there. It's a lot of exciting things happening. A lot of artists get discovered via TikTok. We, we're trying to find the right piece that represents us, but also to not take away the square equity and the work we put in as a legitimate artist. So there's a balance there. So we got something plan, we got to be sure it's it jails, right? Absolutely. That makes me good. Uh. Yes, it does. You so <laughs> your branded and marketing <laughs> is on point. <laughs> I love it because you've really taken the time out to plan and structure everything, which is a big deal. Yes, we can just record, throw it up, blah blah blah, keep it moving, but like this industry is bigger than just that. And I love how you guys are taking the time to do that, right? But um, now that we're down to the last 10 minutes, we've talked about the music. We talked about what's next. So now let's talk about you guys, okay? Now, outside of music or anything related to music, if you had to be in another field that could still make you happy, not just money, what would it be? Mine would be the, um, actually designed and clothing. Dope. I like that. Okay. For me, I think I, I, I love real estate. Mm -hmm. Love real estate, and I love horses. I own Arabian horses, nice. and, and I also have a giant schnauzer. So I love uh, dogs that, that can, I can show and come and compete with. So horses, dogs, and real estate. Okay, beautiful. Now, outside of being a workaholic, you have the weekend off, and you have to do something. Not music related, not business related, and not sports related. What are you doing on that weekend? Right, right. Most of them. Most of them. Okay, okay. What do you ride? 
I'm a ninja, Kawasaki ninja. I, I have a cruiser. Uh, um, yeah, I have a Honda cruiser. I'm a rebel. Okay, dope. Awesomeness. Now, whew, life can be overwhelming. Workaholics, we get overwhelmed. It is time to plan our escape. Getting on a plane, most likely hitting that passport. Where are we going? Dubai. Other than Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Other than Japan. Yeah, Tokyo. Okay. Okay. That's Maybe, uh, I think, me, Egypt. Egypt? Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting because, you know, we're planning a Dubai trip this year in September. Wow. Yeah. You want to go? You can go. Oh, we can make, we can make that happen. Yeah, that's the link. Not a problem. I'll just definitely send you the link because at the end of the day, when you do a lot of traveling, they always say, America's we work so much 24-7, but a lot of us don't escape. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you're right. So as we get older, especially with the uncomfortableness of the pandemic, you want to make sure you balance it on. You want to make sure you're still living life while right. still handling your business. You want to make sure you're living life and still building your brand and your legacy. You want to make sure you're still living life. You know, so you need to take that time out because I know me, I work a 24-7, not enough hours in a day. And then when I do take my vacations, I just feel refreshed. And I'm like, I needed that, you know, it's like help, pretty much helping you with your mental and your health, too. <laughs> Most definitely. So I love that. I'll make sure I get you guys that information for sure. So this is a time of the hour where you guys can say any in everything you want for the new listeners and potential fans that's going to follow you. Everyone is listening. Take as much time as you want. The floor is yours. Well, first of all, thank you, Chris, for having me on the show. You have such a calm and soothing voice. I need to put you in the studio. <laughs> I love it. I, I hear the tone, you know. And uh, but in all seriousness, um, Thank you for having us on your show and all our fans. And, well, actually, we don't have fans. We have friends. We call them super friends. And so uh, thank you for all our friends for the Buckhead Boys. We do have merchandise, Buckhead Boys merchandise that we uh, that help support a lot of people we do. We um, have some great opportunities this year to we want to do a video with some of our fans that actually end the video. Okay. Show them some love back before we even get to the next level. So that's to watch out for that. For those who really follow us, we got something for you guys to jump on and be a part of it. Um, we also mentioned before we're going to be doing some performances this year. Uh, we're hoping by the summertime in mm -hmm. uh, across the country, across the pond, across the different places on this earth, we'll be somewhere performing. And so look forward to that. Uh, please go to our social media, go to our website, uh, bucketboys.com. Again, it's bucketboys with a Z. Dot com or IG or Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, and keep in contact with us. Talk to us. Hey, we're human beings. We'll talk we'll back talk to you. Back. Trust me. We ever get a message, I'll write you right back. That's how <laughs> I am. I'm never that star, that person that won't say thank you for, for sharing. Thank you for, for caring. Thank you for watching my video. I always, when I see anyone who likes it, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I appreciate you. We do appreciate you. Yeah, once again, we are independent artists. We appreciate right. everything, um, you know, our supporters that for us, like, sharing, subscribing, you know, pushing everything, you know, because we don't have the major label behind us, the machine, they would call it. So yeah. um, everything we do, uh, do is done by us. 
So um, we do definitely appreciate everything you guys do for us. And I want to inspire anybody who has a goal, a dream, a vision, never, ever give up. I don't care who don't believe in you. I don't care what the people say to you, don't do it. I'm telling you, listen to me, never, ever give up on your dream route. No matter how long it takes, no matter what it takes, always, always push through. When you think it's not going to happen, and that moment you're about to quit, trust me, it happens. So never, ever stop. And invest in yourself. Why should I invest in you? You have to invest in you. Let people see that you've invested in yourself. Go write a book, write the book. They can see, they can see the book. It means you invest in yourself. So definitely invest in yourself. Believe in yourself. And that'll carry you a long way. Wow. And normally I ask for a wild moment, words of wisdom, but you've already did it. <laughs> Okay. Um, another question from the audience. How could we get one of the Buckhead Boys t-shirts? Um, on the the Buckhead Boys, um, the Buckheadboys.com. You can inbox us. You can inbox us on Instagram or Facebook. We like to say we do write people back. Give us your size and everything, and we definitely get it to you. Mailing address, we definitely ship things off. We don't ship things in California, Florida, uh, Chicago. So we it's funny because um, Dave is actually from Chicago. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Beautiful. You got to get you a shirt. What are you talking about? Yeah, you yes, you do. Know. It's like a random show for sure. Yeah, and I'm doing it. Sure and it's very really nice quality, nice, nicely done. Yeah. Really? Yes. I'm so here for that because I love doing. Um, promo commercials for different businesses and brands and everything. Because my main thing about all this is I'm a voiceover specialist. So a lot of people use my voice for a lot of different things, you know, for commercials, promos, voicemails, everything. I can hear that. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love it so much. I love it so much. Um, here's another question before we go over the quickly. How did you guys come up with your name? Oh, we stay in Bucky. Bucky. This text of Atlanta called Bucky in Atlanta. Oh my god. I thought that was the reason it was kind of obvious, but you never know. There's always sometimes there's a twist to names. So, you know, we have to ask. We have to ask. So I just want to say it's been an absolute pleasure interviewing you guys on the T Quest show. And like I always do, I cater to my fans and listeners, so you guys, all you got to do is go download your T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store, in your App Store after you've um, listened to this on any of the platforms you're listening to. And I have all the information up there so you guys can check them out, stream their music, buy their merchandise, show them some love. Cause that's what we do here in the T-Quest show. You guys have any final words before I do my closing? Great love. There you go. Spread love, beautiful. Sugar T Quest, you guys just listened to the Bucket Boys interview. Make sure you sign up for my mailing list on my website, gotalumeworld.com, and follow me on all social media platforms at T Quest GLM. And I always tell people over and over again download your T Quest mobile app and your Google Play Store and your App Store for your awesomeness because you never know. Your girl T Quest likes to surprise her fans and listeners. It may be a cash app, it may be even a Bucket t shirt that I'm going to get to send to you. You never really know. But don't do it. You got to follow and be here for the girls. And you already know we got the GLM collection rare breed on the website. And we have the 
candle line, the clothing line, and always sponsored by Women's Escapes Travel, turning your dreams into reality and always there ready to explain your next escape. So this time to end the show, I'm so sad. So sad. And when I come out to Atlanta, I'm going to contact you guys, let you know. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not contacting everybody. <laughs> no, because Atlanta been trying to get me out there for like over like 10 plus years. As the now is low, I'm even more nervous. So only mm-hmm. a hand selected people. I'm like, sequestered here, but don't tell nobody, okay? <laughs> Meet me at my hotel at this time. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. And um, once again, I appreciate the Buckhead Boys being here on a T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. 